Welcome, everybody, to a new uh, episode of Crime Alley Podcast. Episode three today, coming off or directly after raids. It's me, Joshua, is here. Got my buddy, mostly Costly, there with us. Yep. Um, yeah, sad Costly, actually. Oh, uh, sad. Most mostly yeah, sad Costly. I, I, five million short of the five hundred thousand or five hundred million uh, goal. So, but, oof. You know, oof. Uh, <laughs> He's whatever. I don't care about rates. Five rebirth crystals coming from uh, being a owl. Yeah, so the, those what quarter vowels must be nice to uh, so. thirty thousand gems, and yeah, they get five crystals for being number one alliance too, right? Yes. Okay. So we get thirty thousand rebirth crystals. Thirty thousand rebirth crystals again. That'd be amazing. Oh my goodness. Thirty thousand <laughs> gems, and we get five rebirth crystals. Um, and then beyond that, like we get shards, but I can't remember how many. That's not really the important part. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I, who knows? Who cares? It's Adam. <laughs> yeah. So, how'd your raids go though? My raids actually went pretty good. My alliance, most importantly, we we our goal was top fifty, and we got top. I think we got thirty five. I think we were thirty five. So, very happy about that. We missed out on top fifty last raid um, by like six or seven spots, but it was our first time pushing for top 50 and i as the leader was trying to like say hey you guys we can slow down we can go or we'll wait till the last yeah. day but i didn't realize that there was a push there's a push for top 50 um that i just wasn't prepared for and we got kind of too too behind but this one we got out early um i was talking to Boy, um and i was thinking of saying you know this is a hard raid i think most people aren't pushing because it's it's tough it's tough. Yeah. And so I thought, you know, I, I figured, hey, if we get out early, it's I think people are just going to not push that much because it's Scarecrow sucks. <laughs> oh, yeah. Scarecrow was real rough. Actually, real quick, before we get too far into. Yeah, that's though, before we get too let's, far do, let's do some housekeeping real quick. OK, um, so we uh, we do now have the YouTube channel for anybody who misses the live broadcast. Mm -hmm. And uh, as of right now, we will be doing this every two weeks uh, mm -hmm. on Sundays around four o'clock. So right at reset um now because of daylight savings right and um four o'clock pacific standard and then also the audio version is available on podbean itunes it is up on google now amazon um, too spotify i haven't got a thing back from amazon yet. okay um, and then we have one other one it, but it's pretty much everywhere where you're gonna get your audio podcast we're up now. Oh, so nice. um, look at us I plan to, as long as Josh gets me the uh, the archive quick enough, I plan to always have these up by Monday afternoon. Um, so, my my goal is to send it to you directly after it's done recording. That's the goal. But you're gonna have to do a little editing now. You're gonna have to edit out this little schnibs in the beginning that we're, where we yeah I goofed up. Yeah. I forgot to switch over to headset. Well, um, it, at least we actually have an intro this time. That's, we do. Uh, that's stone because uh, it, I know I don't know if you've gotten a chance to uh, actually go check out the audio versions of the podcast. But all of them have uh, me for the first like thirty seconds um, explaining why there was technical difficulties, okay. or, uh, and uh, it actually happened to be like that past week when I posted all of it, and I was uh -huh. sick that week. So oh. like it, it's sick me doing an intro. Oh no! So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but we should be good here going forward. Um, and so yeah, but yeah, I just wanted to go out. ahead and make sure everybody knew. You know where you can find us. Uh, we're YouTube, get, iTunes, yeah, Podbean, yeah, yeah, YouTube, Podbean, Spotify, iTunes, Spotify, Podbean. Um, those are all the audio sources. Yeah, YouTube. Definitely check out our channel. And if you haven't, drop a subscription there as well. Those are free. You can just click, yeah. <laughs> click the bell, and then you get notified of when our videos go up as well. Um, but yeah, that's 
that's we're we're, we're chugging along to episode number three so far and yeah. we were just talking about um dcl and the raids just finished scarecrow sucks <laughs> he's a jerk and he's annoying yeah, I they could take Scarecrow completely out of the raid circuit, and I'd be completely fine. With yeah, it. I wouldn't. Like, I wouldn't miss it. Oh man, it's he, there's just it's not that great. Um, right. He's just annoying, annoying with all the hit chance downs. Mm-hmm. It just drags. Like I hated this raid, and I mean, beyond beyond the fact that like I didn't get five hundred million, like that's my own fault that Oof. I didn't get it. Oof. But beyond that, like this raid took and. Comparing it even to last raid, I know last raid we had the ten times tune, right. like crazy mm-hmm. things happened. It's like I'd almost prefer we have a ten times tune and then have one day less or something, like some way to just mix it up to where it's like to to balance out having such an overpowered tune. Right. You know what I mean? And so it's like because this this raid took so long to do anything. All the fights took forever. Yeah, and, the fights were long each, even at mean, five times. And I, and like, I have Elman. I have, I have Steppenwolf. Step yeah. I have all these characters to help my team deal with, and it still just took forever. And it's like, yeah, I know, like, the bonus tunes aren't gonna like always be the best, but it's like, for some of the time, I wasn't even running bonus tunes in my teams that were the mm-hmm. most effective at taking out the bosses. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it, same for me too. Um, I thought the bosses were hard. It, it's you know what I will say, one scarecrow isn't the end of the world. Like I don't mind there being a scarecrow. It's yeah. three scarecrows. That's when it's a problem, and you get hit with so many hit chance downs. And if you don't knock out those little baby scarecrows off, then it can throw off the whole game. Because my my um, raid uh, damage wild varied wildly from like against the one fifties. A good run would be like fifty six million, but then a run where I don't kill the um the little scarecrows, twenty seven million maybe, which is that's just such a huge swing. And it just it was it was really uh, annoying to see that where it was just will Miss Martian get hit chance downs on her and will she knock out those uh bosses for me? But I get what you're saying about not using bonus tunes. Did you use did you use any at all? Yeah, so for the um for the green I was using uh martian manhunter so both the martians um and then katana and Alman. so Alman was on every single team okay. um so you then, didn't use steppenwolf right you because you had Alman. no i never i never even touched Steppenwolf. yeah um partly too because like my my steppenwolf's i don't even know if he's l5 or even level 80 mm-hmm. but my Alman is level 80 l5 okay so um but then it's like for the for the blue i actually used uh atrocitus Harley Quinn, quite vexing. Azrael and Elman, which I love. Harley none Quinn. of those are bonus tunes. Yeah. For anybody who's watching this way later on and doesn't remember this raid, none of those are bonus yeah. tunes. I so, love Harley Quinn, quite vexing. I think she's so. And great. Uh, and so for the red, what about it? The red was like I used like Lex, uh, Miss Martian. I don't remember how I used for the red, because like. It was the 51, so it's like I didn't even really think about it. It was just I threw bonus tunes at him. But even for somebody like me who, like, most of my roster is maxed out, this still was a pretty difficult raid. So, like, I don't see how this could be easy for, you know, some of the, the lower level. Oh, if, yeah, as a lower level player, again, if you do not have 
Steppenwolf or Owlman. Just forget about it. Like, forget about it. I mean, yeah, you can climb up the, the, the ladder if you do the hidden quidditch on the 150s, but just not being, I mean, yeah, like, again, you, you didn't use bonus tunes, but you're coming in with level 80s, you know, L5s, some rebirths. That's what you're bringing if you're not bringing bonus tunes. And if you're a new player and you don't have Steppenwolf or Owlman, you're probably not going to be able to bring in anything that's going to do any sort of damage. Um, and that's that's what I... I I, I can see because one of my buddies is new. He plays the game and he's just like, this raid sucks. He just, he hated it and it sucks. Like, well, cause like, here's, here's the thing with Scarecrow and it's a uh, big part of the problem with Scarecrow. Right? right. And it's like, even if it's like, yeah. So both Owlman and Stefan, they both give you crit chance ups. So that's nice. Mm-hmm. I think they're both crit chance ups. So yeah. Uh, Stefan does crit up too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and then they enable you to hit. That's great and all, and like yes, it, it enables you to do, you know, crit more, do more crit damage, but at the same time, you're still having to bring a tune just to deal with the fact that Scarecrow is the mm-hmm. bomb. Yeah, like that's not a bonus tune. Where it's like, in any other raid, that could be another bonus tune or a striker. Like, like, I think Azrael is going to be a mainstay of raids because he uh-huh. does so much damage. Where it's like Azrael could be in that slot, but unfortunately, you got to bring somebody. I mean, Azrael could probably still fill that slot because yeah. Azrael striker-wise isn't mm-hmm. going to get a bunch of hit chance downs on him. But you get what I mean. Like, you you got to bring a character in to deal with Scarecrow for your whole team. So it's when that could be a better character. So. I know I used, I had a different oh, like range of teams I used. Um, I ended up switching my one fifty team at the end because um, it was a green boss, right? Was it one one fifty was green, right? One fifty was green. Yeah. A green man bat? Uh, yeah, green man bat. Not um, 90 was a clay base. But I, I switched to a Lex lead. So I went Lex, Martian Manhunter, Miss Martian, and Arcus for those. And those ended up getting me consistent about 40 millions. Like, I would, that would, the variation was way less on that. So it would be like 37 million on a bad run and then 40 million on a regular run. And then I'd pop for like 52 on a, on a good run. But, I stayed somewhere between like thirty-five to forty-two million. Okay. There was a couple of them where I hit nineteen. Okay. Okay. Oh yeah. See, and like, those those uh. Man dying is what that was like. Yeah, and yeah, for yeah, and then I I, um, and the reason why I brought Lex, I didn't have Steppenwolf on that one because the man bat, I, my Miss Martian was able to take care of the little scarecrows, and even if she didn't, that's when I would have the the bad swing. But if she didn't, um the heels would come in and purge away the the hit chance downs and then they would eventually kill the little bosses but i would also use i'm a, i'm looking at my teams right now i also had for the blue bosses i used steppenwolf miss martian azrael and harley quinn quite vexing and then uh for the non 150s i found i could kill them quicker with um steppenwolf miss martian manhunter and arcus so the 90s i used that so i i, I had to use like a different different team even though they're both green like the 90s and the 150s i had to bring in different things because time was a factor you know you had to do things quickly um, yeah but I, I hated this raid. It, it was it was tough i mean like i'm gonna sit here and say that i also hated this raid but at the same time little I, i'm gonna use a word you used last time that i i liked i'm gonna be a little braggadocious here and i i got top 10 i was able to get top 10 in solos um, so nice. I finished, I finished number nine and wait, how many points is that? Cause that just, that's insane to me to get that many. 
Right. Like, okay. So that this is what I was kind of surprised at. My total points was six hundred and fifty-three million, which, yeah, which is not a normal amount. I because usually in the other raids, I mean, last raid spoiled everyone. I think last raid was everyone's popping for fourteen million and getting clearing one fifty bosses so, and soloing nineties and. <laughs> interesting fact of what you're saying there. Mm-hmm. I'm actually looking right now because I was like, what place did I get? I didn't even hit five hundred million. So like. So we can see where the 500 million cutoff was. I can see because it's right above me. It's literally the next person just rubbing it in my face. Um, is uh, 105. So 105 people got 500 million. Nobody else did. Right. See, and then and this is because this raid was annoying. It was it was frustrating to play. And that's the only reason I think I got top 10 is because people are like, I think the most of people when they got their 500 million, they said, I'm done. Like I'm done with this, and that that's what I was gonna do. And the only reason I kept pushing was because on Friday night for like about six hours, I was number one. And I was like, well, I mean, we came this far. Might as well see how much more I can push. But yeah. See, for me, like how how consistently do you hit 500 million? Since I have started uh, going for 500 million, which was three or four raids ago, I've done it every time. Um, and so I just I push hard it. on Friday night. Yeah. So I missed it this time. And the, do you remember the raid, the broken raid? No. The one that, like, like it just completely shut down, like midway through the. I probably wasn't caring as much about raids then, so I don't remember. I don't even remember this last scarecrow one. I was been telling everyone, so, I was like, "What the heck is? What, what am I to expect?" So the broken raid, and I'm sure people in chat can confirm for me when it was, but it, I want to say it was like one of the first like five raids. And it broke so bad that, like, you know, like, you get, like, a certain amount of fragments in the milestones? Mm-hmm. I didn't get all the way through those. Really? Yeah, like, I, because I couldn't spawn bosses. Okay. And so, um, and a lot of people couldn't spawn bosses. This is still a problem that happens every once in a while with people. It seems like every raid somebody still gets locked out of spawning bosses. Mm-hmm. But, like, when this happened, it, um... Like everybody couldn't spawn bosses. There was a select few that could. It was really bad. Yeah. Uh, so I didn't do that one. And then there's one other raid where I just simply did not have the time. I think it was the last scarecrow raid, actually. That's what I. That's what I'm uh, hearing was the last scarecrow raid was the one that was broken or something. That's what I'm kind of hearing. But yeah. Yeah. This... So because the last scarecrow raid, I think that's also the other one I didn't hit 500 million. So maybe there's a little bit of consistency here. But also, it's just for me, it all depends on like. Like, the end of the month is really busy for me work-wise. Okay. So, um, whatever, like, uh, if if I'm super busy, I just don't have time to do raids. Yeah. And it sucks. Like, and and for me, I'm going to focus more on Alliance than I am on Solo. Oh, you're now. To go ahead from my Alliance to yeah. be like, go ahead and focus on Solo. But for me, I'm, I'm going to, is most of my time that I have available, I'm going to be hitting all right and um and so and there's so many people that do so like i do very very minimal amount of the alliance boss hits out of uh, everybody in my uh, my alliance my alliance is insane yeah i can i would i wish i wish i wish they would pull back the curtain so i can see all of the uh, uh, the secret uh, owl going on yeah i, I can't divulge any secrets i'm yeah, sorry no, no secrets um, <laughs> Uh, we got to keep the secret sauce secret. So, um, 
but yeah, it's it was it was pretty rough. Um, this raid for me. And yeah, this raid was rough. I think let's let's close the book on this this raid. This well, quick before we go off of raids too quick, mm-hmm. or real quick, what would you do to like? What is your idea of being able to fix raids? Like lower F- it, like. How like, do you feel? Fix raids or fix this scarecrow raid? Just fix, even I mean, to fix the scarecrow raid, just don't do it again. Yeah. But um, beyond that, like, I would one. I would. Next, I think maybe we should talk about it next month because that way we can compare a normal raid to the ten times raid. Right. You I think. I mean? To me, the big thing was, I thought was really annoying is them turning down the energy you get from clearing the MVP oh. that was like I get okay to me it wasn't so much that they did that it was the fact that they did that after the raid started and people bought the packs and then it's like oh by the way I know we you all spent your money buying the packs but by the way you're not going to get the same return on your on what you do and it's like yeah. well shoot that's you know hey give us a heads up next time before well just because even on that whole thing in general for me is just like okay so you give us less energy, that's fine, because I still have 3,500 solo energy, mm-hmm. right? And I was just five minutes short of, like, in, in essence of, like, my energy usage, we can say that I hit 500. You know what I mean? Because yeah. that where it's, like, as far as, like, energy usage. So it's, like, I still, that's that's a lot of energy to have left and still have hit 500 million. Right. But at the same time, like, we get, we spend four days of mm-hmm. our month yeah. grinding non-stop at this game to where it's like i get where they're coming from where it's like oh like nobody buys the energy packs because or some people do but mm-hmm. nobody buys like the one straight up with gems um because most of the time you have more energy than you need yeah but it's also like it kind of like rewards feel reward or raids feel rewarding in that sense where it's like the one time where we get to play something where we're not spending like we're already spending so many gems getting the PVE energy mm-hmm. to spawn the bosses. Right. We don't need to then also make the energy to fight the bosses be super yeah. expensive as well. Like, um, I just don't like this game. I feel like is in a pretty good spot as far as like spending wise. Mm-hmm. Like, there's like a lot of these like guys that spend a lot. Like I, I spend a pretty good amount, but I mean there's people that spend like a lot. Even like <laughs> Burger, for instance, like in in my alliance, like he. Uh, he goes crazy on some of these tunes, right? And right. so it's like, they've got to be so expensive, or like, or Twin City, you know? Mm-hmm. And it's like, that's got to be so expensive. But like, even that pales in comparison to the people that would like wear, were like Guardians and Owls and Convoluted and, you know, like all the big whales mm-hmm. of this game, where all of them are at in other games, it's so much more expensive than what we spend. Right, on. right, right. And so it's like, I don't want this game to get to that point because I like where it's at now. Like, yeah. I, I feel like in the, this community is so good in this game where it's like, I don't want them to push people out. You know? Yeah. Like, it's just, cause like, I think you're going to upset like a lot of people. Like people were already upset. It's going to get even worse mm-hmm. once people run out of energy. Yeah. Yeah. That's because so, before you would, you know, you would uh, fight the bosses. You'd you'd end up you end up leaving 
usually with more energy or you're not any difference, but you already have a big stockpile of, you know, raid energy. So it wasn't a big deal. And this, I mean, this is a step for them to get you to lose, diminish that energy and hopefully again, again, buy some energy packs, but you're right. But we're spending enough gems spawning these bosses. Like mm -hmm. I spent like, I think I spent about 12 or 11, I'm going to say 10 to 12,000 gems this, this rate because I try not to go over the rewards I'm going to get back because I'm going to get 12,000 back for being top 50 in the Alliance. So I spent about 10,000 gems. But again, like there's 10,000 there right now. And now you, know, now you want us to lose the energy and then buy more packs because I'll tell you right now, you're not going to be getting, I'm not going to get 500 million if I don't have the that raid energy there to go because I'm not going to be spending gems on getting 15 energy like, when I have 2,300, you know, I'm not going to go to that being only 30 energy and then pushing on that. That's, that's too much. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where I, I just, maybe they're going to do every other raid or something. I'll like, Oh, I mean, if they did it every other, then that could help. But are they just, I mean, okay, here's the thing. I, I, I don't really mind. They did this. They looked at, I'd love to see the numbers on the back end. Mm -hmm. I think they looked at, Okay, how much, how much energy is uh, is being bought to fight the bosses? But right. they're not looking at like how much energy is being bought to spawn the bosses. Right. You know what I mean? Where it's like, there, there's a huge expenditure there already. Like I will say, as of right now, I think I'm only a couple hundred down from when I started. So I mean, it wasn't that, and I played a lot more and I spent more um, to get up the ranks, but. I think like I don't think the one energy is that bad. I just think the big drag of it all is they did announce it. I think that's the whole thing. Like I that they announced it afterwards. I think that's the whole spiel. Like I think you can still we it's it won't be so detrimental to go from two energy on the 90s to one. Like mm. it won't be that big of a deal. I don't I don't think. But again, I'm not some you know big what happens i yeah. don't want to like condemn them for it yet but it's also like we'll see what happens um so transitioning off of raids um new characters yeah I mean, siege we'll, is out new characters and then so new characters what do you think of the new characters i'm in love i love one i love lanterns i think on the last raid i said hey i don't mind getting more lanterns and look we got more lanterns maybe 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 they're this watching it's been the year of the lantern <laughs> it's been the like, lantern year there's so many lanterns this there are year. so many i'm pumped for indigo one i'm pumped for black hand the boy did a little bit of uh showing off the tunes the other night and uh they looked cool black hand looks like he can hit real hard if he has i think if they have shields or something and indigo one is uh i love the design of her character i think it looks super cool i can't wait to really start using them but i'm i'm pumped i'm pumped yeah, uh, so Indigo looks good. Uh, I haven't looked at her kit. This, again, like, with these characters, normally what I do is once I get them and then rank them up, that's when I'll start looking into their kit just because if I try to memorize it beforehand, I just I don't remember anything. Yeah. Uh, I, I learn through playing with them rather than, than like, reading. Yeah, that's, that's I mean, then, I'm the same way. Like, I once I play with them and use them often, and it's not like I have to use them a lot. Like, I'm just now I've been using Red Hood more. Because uh, I've been using for PvP stuff and does matches cooking. Now I'm really starting to understand Red Hood, and it but it takes a lot of matches. So same thing for these new tunes. I'm gonna have to do a lot of, you know, Indigo. Who's the who's the tune we're getting first? Is it Indigo or 
Indigo. Indigo. So okay, indigo yeah, we get indigo three, first. Black hands the siege. Okay, so I'll do a lot with indigo. Um, I'm probably gonna have to. I'm probably gonna use her. I don't know. I don't know if I'll be able to use her as much as I used Miss Martian in this last siege because Miss Martian was useful with this siege with Lex and lead. Now we have to see again which lead comps are going to be used for this it's probably going to be lex because lex is so <laughs> prevalent and so useful and he's such a great leader so it, it, it's it's going to be finding out how she can do with what leader and how that's going to work and see because i mean that's how you're going to really test her out is using her often but in the right comps so she's a leader right i think uh indigo what well, i'm assuming she's a leader let me check real quick but yeah. um so uh she looks good from what I hear. She's okay. Blackhead looks really good on paper. Mm -hmm. I think really he yet. he popped a little on the on Du Bois stream where he was he was hitting hard. Okay, so no leaders. All right, so I was I guess she isn't a leader. She's not a leader. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, and I'm seeing in chat that they're also giving away the new tunes as a reward in the anniversary event. Anniversary event, new content. Wait, we got is it. That confirmed? I think so. I mean, oh, confirmed. I don't know. I, I just, <laughs> I, just I, 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 I spread rumors. I spread rumors. So, so because you're, uh, I mean, I, I spread all the rumors. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we don't have much to talk about the new characters siege until we get to play with them. Yeah. Sure next episode we'll be talking about Indigo. Oh yeah, we'll talk a lot, a lot more. Um, she looks cool. Black hand looks cool. Um, Star looks Sapphire. Really Star Sapphire. The oh, new. Yeah. The new, the new and improved Star Sapphire going around messing fools up. She's so um, good now. I'm really enjoying her. John Stewart still sucks. Don't even worry about him. Um, yeah, he's he. I tried to use him so many times, and it just like he buffed he buffed Lex. He has some moves that buff Lex, but again, he just like he added nothing. He added nothing. But Star Sapphire, I don't even want to talk about John Stewart because he's a jabroni still. But Star Sapphire, she is queen. Queen Star Sapphire running around now, like she hits so hard. She double pops. She she that overheal. If she does it on herself, will take her from like zero to two hundred. Um, it's uh, she's amazing. And all those when the, she gets overhealed, she gets like uh, crit immunity on her. She is so tanky. It's mm -hmm. And that AOE now, that AOE yeah. is so. I was. She good Lex counter. She's a good Lex, a good Arcus, yeah, Arcus counter as well. You know what I was saying was I almost. Uh, I had made a question when I do my Reddit post, I always throw in a question of the day and mm -hmm. I talked about, um, which new girl would you like to see? I think I said new girl. I thought Belize, whatever, but I put spoiler in there and this, what star Sapphire does is something I think spoiler shoot. She should ruin your plans, spoil everything you're doing by AOEing, uh, like strength downs, intelligence downs, debuff, heal immunity. Like it should all be put on you. So, you're gone. She spoiled everything. Yeah, that's. I think that would have been, because that's how I feel with Star Sapphire now. When she comes in and she drops the AOE, I'm like, oh, all my all my plans are uh, all my plans are. Uh, yeah. When they make spoiler, not to go off on a tangent here. When they make spoiler, she's probably going to be another physical invisibility too. Yeah, <laughs> that's, that's what happens. Bat family too. You know, like it's just how it is. It's just how it is. Um, but yeah, I'm. I, I think Starfire is uh, Star Sapphire is the the huge, huge improvement. She's so great. If you don't have her geared up, gear her up. Um, I think she's a great, great blue now. Like, and it's nice. It's always nice to see that character that 
Like Star Sapphire, she's cool. Like she's a cool character. And then now to have her allowed to go out there and, and do work, like it's it's fun to use them that way. So I'm pumped about that. Yeah, I'm really enjoying her. Um, mm -hmm. I'm using so her as well. We have the new event. It's on the schedule. Um, you said earlier in chat that people were saying that the new characters are a reward for it. Um, but what we can see, if you go tap on it, it's mm -hmm. basically confirmed here. In the mailbox? Um, crystals. Yes, you're going to get... I um, mean, that's making a lot of people happy. Legendary Essence, Green Essence, and then it looks like Fragments. So, uh, Rebirth Crystals, hopefully it's not just one. Um, <laughs> it's going gonna, gonna to be one. <laughs> and, uh, and so It's going to be one for whoever wins it. <laughs> here's the thing that worries me a little bit, is the requirement is Heroes Level 8 Plus. So, please, like, I get that it's an anniversary thing, right? So it's like, I get that, okay, anniversary, <laughs> make it to where everybody can do it, right? But can we get, like, the last three nodes at least to be, like, gear 11, okay? I'm, I'm already <laughs> laughing about this because in chat they're like, here comes another G11, right? Here comes the rant. <laughs> <laughs> because, you know what? I'm right there with you. Like, <laughs> I, uh, I, I talked to death, and I... <laughs> I don't even know what to say. I said enough. I, I, I'm trying not to. I don't want us to go spiraling into a another yeah, okay, rant here. So we're not spiral <laughs> I don't want to spiral into a. We both have talked about this on our streams mm -hmm. and in each other's chats during the stream. Yeah. So, uh, but here's the thing: like, it's an anniversary event. I get making like maybe like okay. Let's just for the sake of argument say it's a 20 node thing. Okay. Right. I get making the first 15 nodes mm -hmm. able to be done by gear all the way up to gear 10. But then the last five, can we please get those? Like, the first one is, like, how hard the last node of team challenges are. And then it escalates even further than that to where, like, the last node, you should probably need to be bringing, like, RB1s. I'm okay, I'm okay with that, even though even though Rebirth is a scam. <laughs> yeah. But I'm okay, like, um, to me, an anniversary event is to celebrate four years, you know, and it should be something that... If you've been playing for a long time, it should be, hey, like, look how far we've come. You know, I'm all for letting it set up so that people can uh, uh, participate and do well and get some good rewards. But I do not think someone who's G7, 8, 9, dare I say 10, get the same rewards as someone like you who has rebirth up wazoo all the characters maxed out like should you guys be getting the same rewards as someone who can also complete the event at a lower gear is what i'm saying they, they should not get the same they shouldn't they should tier tier the the payout the rewards or i don't know i don't know they shouldn't so real quick to piggyback off of something like again uh -huh. we, we try not to pull chat in too much during <laughs> it just because uh because they are recorded for podcast reasons but we're not gonna like ignore chat to bring in something that Rundown's saying in chat, uh, Gear 11 deserves more game or in-game content, uh, just not an anniversary event. I completely agree with you here. And, like, it, that's kind of the thing right now that, like, had we been getting more content and there was actual in-game content, I would be like, cool, anniversary event, let everybody do it. Mm -hmm. But it's the fact that, like, we haven't seen anything new since raids. Right. So it's like, can we please get some new stuff in here? To where it's like, um, so for those of you that don't know, I've been... I've fallen back into Raid Shadow Legends. Um, uh oh. Uh oh. This week. Uh oh. And um, because I've been logging in over the past year on that game and getting the 
welcome back, welcome back, or login, or whatever, you know, like when, mm-hmm. or when there was a big update, they'd be like, here, here's like 7,000 energy, everybody has it. Okay. You know, like, they didn't actually give 7,000, but by the time I started playing again, I had like upwards of 8,000 energy. It took me all week to burn through that energy, by the way. Okay. Um, and now playing that game, there's content ideas that have popped into my head because I'm really enjoying things about that game. Like there's this uh, arena game mode. Okay. Tell them. Swear. So this would be amazing in in DCL. And like I see M4 in chat saying blasphemy. You're gonna like this. Hold on. So there's a game mode um, that wasn't in there back when we all tried it. M4. So basically, what it is is when you go to attack somebody. Well, first off, in arena, you set up your defense teams. That's a huge part of this. Um, but then when you go to attack somebody, they have three teams queued up. And no copy characters. I mean, in Raid, you can have copies of characters, but they can't take the same, like, they couldn't take Batman and then make Batman again on the second team. If Batman's on the first team, he can't be on the on the next two. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, so yeah, um, basically what they, what they did is, like, so there's three teams on the other side, and then you have to bring up three teams to fight their three teams. So your first team faces their first team, your second team faces their second team, and then your third team faces their third team. And so you and like you got to set it up to where basically in order to win the whole match, you have to win two of the three matches. Okay, so like a, like a different way to do a PVP. Three red alerts. Think Ooh, that. yeah. See, that's like yeah. There, there's even you were telling me a little bit before. There's a lot of things, a lot of ideas that you're getting from playing this this same style game just a different version that you would like mm-hmm. to see brought into dcl and again it's like i don't know i mean dcl doesn't spend any money on ads or anything i mean we've all seen ads by raid shadow legends before everyone knows that game but i mean I'm, I'm, it so, makes me nervous that if they're not even spending money on ads are they going to be giving us new content like because you could you could easily play another game like i want this in dcl you know so this is i got into this with uh with um star trek this week on his uh, on his stream, we were mm-hmm. talking about this. Um, here's one of the things I think: if this game started advertising, it would blow up. Oh, a hundred percent. Because it is one of the best free-to-play games. Now, yeah. here's one thing I'm scared of, though, is if it got a ton of attention, that they would turn into all the other it would games where it's like super expensive to even be competitive and stuff like that. But I think one of the things that hurt this game off the bat the hardest. Um is does anybody remember the angry joe review this game got Mm-mm. so for anybody who's not familiar with angry joe he is a uh console game reviewer okay right now this happened so this game launched right around the time that like battlefront 2 came out with all of its microtransactions okay and actually that came later but it was when like the microtransaction age in console gaming was really starting out um so basically this was a new DC game that got put out. And the last DC game that was out there was DC Universe Online. So okay. like, cool, a mobile game for DC. So he went to go play it, and he compared it to other games, other mobile games where, like, when he first looked at this, it was, first of all, he it, it's a mistake. Like, it's interesting to go watch the review. If you guys watch it, especially if you like this game, you're going to hate watching it. <laughs> but it's... He does the wrong things where like he goes in and he spends twenty dollars on gyms and then he buys mystery packs instead of buying the oh, packs that are sitting right there. So like yeah. he gets fragments and doesn't even get characters unlocked. What a noob. Because because what ended up happening to him is he 
he got lucky and unlucky in the way that like when he bought it he got fragments for characters that like took 90 fragments to unlock mm-hmm. so like those are super rare characters so he got lucky on his pool but then when you're trying to buy a character yeah. it's unlucky and then like he loaded up contest of champions and it's like here buy this character for dollar 99 oh, so like, yeah when you're just trying to review the game like it doesn't look good you know what i mean yeah. so um and the game was way different back then so i think that hurt this game significantly because if you go look at that that thing has millions of views that review um and to where um i still heard people referencing that when here's my next point about like when they were changing over teams and everything and the game was kind of unfocused um i don't know if anybody's familiar with the comic story on youtube he's a, mm-hmm. uh, a comic book reviewer yeah i know him well he has eligible monster his his gaming channel um they did a mobile game thing and they were playing dc legends and the hate from people basically that didn't understand DC Legends and how they had gotten better almost pushed him away from playing the game. Oof. And also the fact that whenever he would log in, literally there was no, oh, welcome back here like other games do. It was just yeah. literally log in, get your daily reward. Uh-huh. You know, and so it was like it nothing was reaching out and pulling him in. Right. And it also there not being a reason to upgrade your characters. Mm-hmm. You know, um, kind of like pushed him away on the fact where it's like he couldn't like spend a bunch of money because that's what he likes to do in those games he couldn't spend a bunch of money and then suddenly be set up super well because number one the game doesn't explain it very well how to do it yeah number two the community's not big enough to see even though like that's somebody big like approaching the scene like the community's not like big enough to have noticed that and reached out and grabbed him if you get what i mean like it's and so it's like um, I, I think that was a failure on the game side of just like the stuff that we're used to how it works. They didn't explain when, like, it well enough. Come in, like they don't know how to upgrade their characters. They don't know mm-hmm. how it, how everything works. Like I know that you can, you know, get into red alerts and get your characters leveled up really well that way. And there's a bunch of ways to get, I know how to, how to help somebody level up mm-hmm. and get on the right track. But unless I know that they need help or they reach out to me. I, there's no way I'm getting to them. And the yeah. game does nothing to try and explain it to yeah. me. And so that that's kind of a problem where it's like, I think this game could be better and could get way bigger if it started advertising and put more things in there of like helping you get through the beginning part of the game and understanding. And then also if they brought in, like if they really incentivized um, even bringing some in-game modes, to where, um, you know, people who spent a bunch of money in the whales had, like, some incentive to really rank up their characters. You'd get a lot of these big spenders coming over from these other games and playing over here. I wonder if even as something as simple as, like, a... Like, as this is a... I, when, when we read the anniversary, they said wave waves or whatever. Imagine if they had a mode where they would, like, it would be, you know, you beat a team and that team goes away, and the further they wave, you know, 20, 30, 40, like... A whale like you or someone with a lot of big, big uh, 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 characters, they can go deep into the deep into the uh, the event and get amazing rewards where mm-hmm. where like someone like me wouldn't be able to go as deep or someone lower wouldn't be able to go as deep there. Where like the first like kind of explain, like think of it like Tetris, like the first few levels of Tetris are really easy. Like you, it would almost be boring to go through level one, two, three, four, five, because you just one shot, one shot, one shot. But then when you get to those later stages of that wave, that's when I think you can start making, hey, this is why you build up um, 
like uh, uh, your characters because if you get to wave, you know, 75, you get a rebirth crystal. And then once you die, you start back over. And then so imagine like how much more you'd play or maybe you can. There's some, there's a lot of interesting things they can do. There's like, if you go look at like, it's like, you don't have to go far to get these ideas. Just go boot up another game. Yeah, that's true. These games rip each other off all the time. Like it doesn't matter if you take something, like I've proposed for the longest time, some sort of a uh, like alliance war akin to the way that like Clash of Clans did clan wars Mm -hmm. would be interesting. Where it's like instead of where it's like in that game you would pit like Town Hall ten up against Town Hall ten, Town Hall eight against Town Hall eight. Like it'd be their one versus their one, their two versus their two, and stuff like that. You do the same thing, but with like the highest, like I guess you would go off power ranking of their highest team they could get. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a way they can figure that like, out. Like, yeah, yeah, like to make it fair, stuff like that. Yeah, uh, Rage of Legends has a uh, clan boss that basically like you can get a bunch of really good materials that works kind of similar. So. Raid Shadow Legends is like what we have for raids, but an entire game. So like, oh. you end up fighting. You go through multiple waves to get to an encounter that looks very similar. Oh, uh, okay. Um. So, but um, they they can do a lot of stuff like that. Um, and it's like I I had a friend who just started playing again recently. He had played, uh, from like two months back, like around the time Enchantress came out. Enchantress was his first ever legendary. So he had to have started a little bit before that to be able to get her legendary at least. Um, and then when he came back, I was like, okay, it's much more free to play friendly than when you last played. I was like, just this is what you need to do. You need to get these set of characters and then just run them through campaign. Once you're done with that, you can then get those level mm-hmm. up well enough to then start doing red alerts. Red alerts will snowball you into getting more characters to then be able to complete the hero challenges further and faster right. and better. And like he kept getting caught up on the fact that like he would he, he couldn't get very far in the hero challenge. I'm like, you will eventually. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Like, I was like, eventually, it's you'll hit that wall you keep hitting. You'll just break straight through. Mm-hmm. And I was like, but and but the game doesn't show him how to do any of that. And then also, like, it's kind of com. I don't want to say it's complex, but it's like there's a lot to the easy path, if you know what I mean. In mm-hmm. this game, like the right path that like. You know, you got to know, hey, you need to get, like, my, I've always recommended to people when you go to rank up, get three to four of each affinity and then go up through the tiers, being like tiers being gear six, gear seven, gear eight, gear nine, gear 10, gear 11, um, and then gear 11, level 80, and then gear 11, level 80, RB1, 2, 3, 4, 5, okay. 6, 7, not, not seven, but the, you know. Yeah. Um, so, like, I've always recommended that, like, you, you get a set of characters and then get to the top of one of those tiers go to the next one and then go to the next one but only go to the next one when you have your roster decent yeah that last there's year. there's definitely a, a very efficient way to do things that a lot that isn't easily accessible accessible for new players within the game like i mean we're getting now to the point in this game with, with especially with the community <clears throat> like with uh, all the different like i mean here's another podcast but uh, uh the wrl all the streamers are doing things now it's now it's easy to watch people play the game and see how to play the game or and talk about things ask questions like i feel like the the community that was has been being built up inside is really helping um especially for new players that again because it isn't that clearly laid out in the game where 
uh, I, I get like, like what you're saying, like as a new player, you get discouraged about doing focusing on one thing. We should be focusing on another because there's definitely and it's not even like the most efficient way. It's like the way you should do it, because if you do it the other way, you're going to have a hard time doing the rest of the game. It's you're going to be behind. You're going to be, you know, feel upset. You're, you're going to be wasting resources where if you do it the efficient the right way, then you're just on the path. You get to really see the fun of the game. You get to really, you know go in there and do work and feel like you're accomplishing things and earning rewards. And so it's, yeah, it's, there's a lot of things they need to do, especially for the new players. Yeah, I think, but, uh, yeah. what, what else do we got to talk about today? What, what else do we have to talk about today? Well, uh, three jokers came out. <gasps> so um, should we talk about this now? So, well, before we move on to three jokers. Okay. Okay. Um, as I say, is there anything else DCL we need to clean up? I mean, we pretty much covered everything, I think. Yeah, we did a little baby rant, and then we talked about uh, Star Sapphire a little bit, how good she is. John Stewart, solo jabroni, black and uh, black hand, and um, uh, Indigo One. Probably our next podcast when we will actually be able to get to use them instead of just kind of like watching some people play them a little bit, but really get in there and work with them and see how they do to kind of give our little reviews on them and. And I'm sure most people are going to – other big brains out there. I'm not a big brain. But the other big brains out there will have some good reviews and how to use them properly. I just can <laughs> – when a new player comes out, I'm thinking, can they work with Lex? Because that's all I need to know. <laughs> if you can work with Lex, then I, I can work with you. You know? So are you ready for Siege? Siege. I am ready. Siege is now. It started immediately. Yeah. And I am con- – they started immediately right after yeah. it's so much fun. So. <laughs> yeah, not a day, not a day off. It's I... Little, I'm sarcastic, but at the same time, it's like it also sucks when there's a week because it's like I I get that they have to start it on Sundays. So right, it's like, it ends no, on a Sunday. Yeah, when there's a week, it's like holy. It, crap. And when like, there's a week between, there's nothing on, when there's nothing going on. It is kind of like mm, like yeah. I, I mean, if I had to pick. Would I rather have a week off or it start immediately? I'd rather have it start immediately. Now, so, if I could pick a day off or start immediately, I'd pick one day off. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So do you have the characters? What characters do you have ready? I got – oh, my God, Costly. I mean, that's why I'm kind of pumped about this siege. I got some characters because I already had Star Sapphire geared up. She was ready to go. She's yeah, G11 max up. John, my John Stewart is actually already good to go. Um, I have uh, Alan Scott. I have Guy Gardner. Um, so I got I got some options here. So this might be uh, my time to shine. I think now that I got a taste of the top ten in raids, I want that number one spot. I'm coming for number one. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling. I'm calling out M4. I'm calling out the boy. I'm gonna go number one this siege. You know. Hey, just uh, just don't don't let my Mister Freeze throw some uh, speed guns. Oof, oof, that Mister Freeze. <laughs> still haunts uh, me he's such a good character yeah i'm gonna say uh I, I was gonna take him to uh to rebirth three uh when i hit 500 million that didn't happen so um for me with uh with the way that like getting ready for siege works is this is how i because like literally all i have left to do in the game because everybody's gear 11 mm-hmm. is take i have everybody gear 11 l4 except for joker damage goods he's l3 okay um and most of them are 72 i say actually it's not even most anymore because now since i started doing this i have like almost 75 percent of the roster level adl5 okay uh, so what i had started doing because once gear 11 was done i started doing whoever the bonus tunes were i had to make sure i got them to level 80 l5 um and so and then 
that includes the new characters. So the, by the end of the month, like the new characters every time for me are L5 level 80. Adam's L4 right now, level 80, but once I get fired up on Wednesday, some uh, legendary essence and get them up. But for me, all I had to do to get ready for this siege was I had to take Alan Scott to level 80. I had to take John Stewart to L5 level 80. Okay. Um, I had to take Cyborg Superman L5 level 80. Now, for me, what they were sitting out for was 72 L4. Okay. Um, and then uh, and then Joker, I had to take L5 level 80. Okay. And are you going to do the same strategy you do usually where you buy energy the first week just to get out there in the top 10? I might go for top 10 this time because I like Black Hand. Okay, character. yeah. So I might actually go for this one. Um, so, yeah, that uh, I'll be going for that. Um, now, if I lose a bunch of matches in the beginning, I might go ahead and just do my normal strategy. Where mm-hmm. I, I buy it for the first couple of days and then yeah. just hang mm-hmm. on to top 60. Um, but so I'm ready for siege. Uh, I, I think, I, th- I think I'm ready. Like I'm good to go now. I joke. I mean, I don't actually, I don't joke. I'm going for world's finest. No, but it costs too many gems <laughs> because yeah. I can't, I, I almost had a heart attack. Um, the last time I spent all those gems to get top 20 or whatever, but I, I am going to do, I'm probably going to do a, uh, a, uh, offer wall tonight. I'm going to start one so I can maybe get like 50,000 gems. Because I'm in the yeah. U.S. and I have Android, so I, I get some big, big uh, offer walls there. So I, I mean, if I find a good offer wall and if I start it, and if I'm liking it, and I think I'm gonna do it, maybe I will try to push every day. I mean, I don't know. If I get yeah, if I get some the, gems, I don't get access to those offer walls, so my gems come from uh, from being an owl <laughs> um, and uh, in my pocketbook. So yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> That's where my gems come from. Uh, question. Before we jump over to Joker's question. If you could switch over to Android, if you can move your game over to Android, would you? Um, probably. Right? I, one of those things that's like, people ask me all the time, why do you still have, like, because a lot of my friends switched off of, my, uh, off of Apple on the Android, and I personally, I like my phone. <laughs> And I like Apple products, right. but I would switch to Android if I could. Mm-hmm. Part of my problem why I don't is I have so much money wrapped up in Apple. Towards like I might not even switch to Android if I could get my game switched over. Because really? I, still, like, I I didn't use uh, Comixology for my digital comics mm. until uh, about um, probably six months before I started picking up physicals, and I read for three years before that. Yeah. Um, so I have like two and a half years on iBooks. So yeah, you got you got some things it's holding you back from making that change. Yeah. Well, that's that's something I I, I think about like is like man, I would hate to not be an Android player. I just sucks. It sucks if you're not Android and in the U.S. Your offer wall sucks. Like it sucks. And that yeah. I, mean, I don't know. Maybe they should do something for those people that can't that don't have those things. Because why I don't know why well, give them something else. Give them like. Do I don't know. I can't. I don't know. I don't even know what to think. It, I, it's probably like a licensing issue. Yeah, it has to. It has to be something like, like a, international regulations, blah, 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 blah. And but whatnot. all right. So uh, that's going to wrap up DCL for us. We're going to go ahead and jump into Three Jokers at this point. So if you do not want to be spoiled about Three Jokers, we are going to talk about the final issue and then the, the overall, the three issues as a whole. So if you do not want to have Three Jokers, 
spoiled for you. And those of you that are in chat that don't know what we're talking about, it is a comic um, by uh, Jeff Johns and Jason Fabic. And uh, the third issue came out this last Tuesday. And so uh, we're definitely going to and- review the second issue and the first issue. So we'll review one and two in our first episode. And quickly, if you're if you're still here, and Google Jason Fabok, 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 whatever, Jason, Google him, and then look at look at look at the picture of him, and look at Costly. They're twin brothers. <laughs> they look so similar. Jason, yeah. Jason Fabok, go Google it now. Look at him, and then look at Costly. Uh, so real quick, I'll probably end up cutting this out of the audio version. But for anybody here who's currently at the stream. Um, we are, uh, I'll go ahead and throw the links up in chat right now for anybody who is leaving because we're gonna talk about free jokers. Uh, please, please, please go um, go subscribe to our podcast in the audio format and uh, I can put links in your chat right now. Um, this is gonna be really embarrassing if I like, want to post that. Um, so uh, there's Apple, there's Google, and then subscribe to our YouTube channel as well. Um, so that that way, if you don't catch a, uh, if you're not able to catch an episode, you can you can pick it up, yeah. Afterwards, um, so I'm just throwing all the links in real quick. Hopefully, your bot or anything doesn't ban me for no. That's good. That's good. Um, so, <laughs> uh, so yeah, there there's all the links. Um, so whatever is your uh, your platform of choice, please subscribe. Um, it helps us out a lot, and then we will be. All those links will also be in the Reddit post tomorrow when we put up the episode. So, um, but yeah, so back. Three uh, Jokers. Three Jokers. Spoilers coming. The final book came out. What do you think, Hosley? I loved it. Um, I so loved it. I know a lot of people are hating on this book. What? Um, yes. Yes, there are a lot of people hating on this book um, because they don't like that now the Joker has an origin. I, um, uh, <laughs> I mean, he has. What this what this series did was it took the multiple choice Joker origin thing. Mm-hmm. And it was like, yeah, no, all, none of that. Those 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 Jokers, they're dead. All right, it's just the one from Killing Joke. It, um, but it, so, I felt like that was universally known as yeah, his origin. Like I don't know. It was. I know there's quite a few people who are like, oh, and then like some people were like, oh, I don't like the whole Jason Barber thing, which like I wasn't a huge fan of either. Yeah. But it's not going anywhere. Um, now the letter thing at the end is so cliche. Yeah. Uh, where he leaves the letter, like we're gonna jump all over the all, all over the issue here, guys. Um, but actually, let's summarize the issue real quick. All right. Um, well, let's start. I have the issue pulled up right here right now. Um, it starts off with the three of them kind of dealing with what the events that transpired with the last one, uh, with the last book where Jason Todd killed one of the Jokers mm-hmm. and shot him in the head. And uh, I don't know if you guys know about Batman or not, but he's not a fan of killing. And he was pissed. And the big the big problem with this was it wasn't like it was done like offsite somewhere in the shadows. or This was like the police are here. They're like, we got the Joker inside. Go get him. You know, go get him, boys and girls. Like, and then they're out there waiting, and then they all go in, and then pop, Joker's dead. And they got to, it's like, Barbara's pissed. Batman's pissed because it's like, you, we have to, you, you just murdered him. And we have to, uh, 
we have to take you in. But if we take you in a trial, you know, I have to, Barbara's like, I have to reveal my identity to testify. And then Batman's going to have to reveal his identity to testify. So it's, it's a situation where you, they, they put, Jason put them in a terrible situation. Yeah. I do like Barbara saying like, next time it doesn't matter though. I will unmask. Yeah. Like they did say that they told him, they said, look, next time so, we'll let you walk this time but next time you're, you're done yeah, so and then from there in the issue right it goes into like when they they go after joker because he has joe chill and everything yes um so just and then there's a fight that happens basically batman saves joe chill um and there's a really cool moment between joe chill and, and batman and mm-hmm. also joe chill and bruce later um and then so basically batman saves joe chill um and then the criminal joker right or was it no the the killer joke one's the the comedian the comedian kills the criminal so we find out basically this whole thing was the criminal's plan mm-hmm. i think yeah um, i took some the comedian the comedian makes a makes a reference to the fact that like did he set this up or did i set right up? yeah so uh, uh the criminal is a uh, little notes about him the three jokers there's the criminal he's the more he is the more focused one and he seems to be the oldest one he's the oldest joker which would lead you to believe that he was probably the one that created him if he's the oldest. But then there's uh, the clown and he is, uh, they say in the book, he's like the cappiness. He's like a children's show host. Um, that's the one Jason Todd kills. And then you have the comedian. He's the sadistic one. And that's the one that you would have, you would know that one from uh, Snyder's run. That was that Joker from the Snyder's run. So that's those three so jokers. That I'm confused about um, the, uh, the prankster one, which is the, the, the more sadistic one. In okay. Snyder's. Yeah, um, so is the wait is the comedian? So the comedian's obviously the one from Killing Joke. So he's the one that shot Barbara. Yes. Is he also the one because the one that Jason killed claims he's the one that killed Jason. I think but, that's the one that killed Jason. But he's also supposed to be Snyder's Joker, so it's like. Well, they could be. I mean, I guess that makes sense. That it could be. <laughs> yeah. Them. Yeah. Um, if they're all supposed to be like from a certain amount of time, but um, again, what we find out is uh, that they're trying to create. They're, cr- they're trying to create more jokers, and that's their plan. The three jokers, their big plan that was seems to be orchestrated by the criminal, but we find out later that it was the comedian Snyder's one that kind of like pulled the strings on him to get him to do what he really wanted, um, which we'll talk about at, at the end. But um, yeah, it's just to create more jokers as as to make more jokers out there uh because there's three why not more you know and that's the yeah. and they actually do kind of make a bunch of jokers like in in this they book do. but I mean, they're they yeah 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 they die um, but the big plan that they 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 kidnap joe chill because joe chill um the criminal claims is would be the perfect joker mm-hmm. because he would be he would have a role in batman's origin yeah um and so basically what the whole book ends up being, to summarize it all the way down, is uh, the comedian basically says that um, he healed Batman's greatest wound so that mm-hmm. he could now be Batman's greatest wound. Yeah, he said, I healed. Yeah, he I, says, I healed. Um, I think I actually wrote that. I healed your greatest wound so now I can be your greatest pain is what he tells yeah. Batman at the end. But I also, we learned a little bit about Joe Chill from this one because uh, Batman is going to go find Joe Chill. He goes to the a hospital that Joe Chill was kept. And we also find that Joe Chill has been writing notes to Bruce Wayne. 
he's been writing a bunch of notes to Bruce Wayne, um, basically apologizing for everything he'd done. And we learned a little about Joe Chill that he dropped out of school at 13. He had learning disabilities and he, and, uh, and Batman kind of sees these and goes, Oh, so he gets sick and then starts to try to, you know, you know, repent. But the, the doctor was like, no, 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 he's a truly a changed man. And he wrote those letters way before he got sick. Like he just, he didn't, he, he didn't mean to do it. And we find out because at the end of the last book, Joker said, Tell them why you really killed the parents. And then so during this book, um, Joe Chill, is, they're playing the recording of Joe Chill confessing to why, what the real reason was. And it was, it's, 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 it's a heartbreaking story a little bit for him because he was a poor guy growing up, again, dropped out of school. He had, he had some learning disabilities, which made things more difficult for him. He was poor. And when he turned down that alleyway, he saw uh the waynes he knew he knew exactly who they were and in that moment he thought look at them the reason why there's people like me is because there's people like them that have all the money they have all the power and in that moment he just wanted to steal something from them which was the pearls he wanted to take something from them for himself and uh he kind of says you know it, it got out of control i next thing you know the gun's being shot but he didn't realize Bruce was there. He didn't realize the kid was with them. And that was something that really, really, I think what shook him the most is why he felt so bad for it because he didn't, one, he didn't want to kill him. And two, he did kill him and he did it in front of, uh, in front of Bruce. And that was something that he really felt really, really bad about. And also, we also learned, and this is kind of interesting, Joe Chill's never met Batman before. He got locked up. He's been in prison. Like uh, they finally meet face to face, and 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 uh, Joe Chill goes, "I know who you are," and you're reading that, and you think he knows Bruce, but no, he's like, "I know who you are. You're 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 the Batman. I heard stories about you, I, and it's like, oh, that's right. Joe Chill and Batman have never met because uh, he's been in jail for so long." Yeah, it's uh, there was in that the moment where like Batman saves Joe Chill, saves uh, him a couple times, many yeah, times, but then like. Do that moment at the end when like Bruce is sitting there as Joe Chill dies and he's holding mm. his hand. It's like, yeah. holy crap. Yes. Like, so Bruce Wayne shows up because, you know, obviously Batman has the letters and gives them to Bruce Wayne. And so Bruce Wayne goes to his bedside uh, as he's dying and basically forgives him. You know, I mean, he holds his hand while Joe Chill passes away. Um, and that's a very, yeah, that's, that's huge for Batman. Uh, I mean, it, like, that's like again and then this is what joker wanted this is what joker wanted. like i did this so i could heal you from this so you can move on from this just so i can be the greatest source of pain in your life like that's what joker wants because he and he wants to do that until the moment he gets to take that knife in his hand and drive it through his heart is what he also tells uh batman as well so it's like oof and there's some other re revelations that happened right before this because i kind of i'm trying to go through order of the storytelling here so um batman uh, uh does save joe chill saves him a couple times uh they um capture the criminal or the the comedian and but at the end uh of that whole scene uh commissioner's talking to barbara and she's like you know i just want you to know a batgirl that uh, I support you in everything you do, uh, just the same as Batman. But that Red Hood, that Red Hood, I don't want you. I don't want you to get involved with him because he's not someone you should get involved with. And you're reading this, you're thinking, oh look, typical dad, stay away from the bad boy. Um, like, but we, oh, he doesn't know that Batgirl's his daughter. But then she says, 
that's none of your business, dad. So I have a, <laughs> I have, I have a question about that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's a pause in mm-hmm. between. Right. There is a pause. Okay. Do you think she actually said dad to him or was it after she turned away and it was under her breath? I think it was to him. I think, and see, I took it as she knows she, uh, he, he, yeah, she's I, telling her. I'm on Batgirl, so I don't know if like she revealed, but I've also just been under the assumption that like Gordon commissioner always knew. Yeah. Is. It's getting dark. I'm going to go turn on the light. Real quick. Okay. Uh, yeah. I'll, I'll talk about that myself then. Um, I read that moment as Batgirl looking at, uh, saying dad to commissioner. And I don't, I don't even think that moment was meant to be a reveal to the commissioner that, Hey, I'm your daughter. I'm Batgirl. I think that was legit a moment where she's talking to her dad and it's, they both known for a long time. It's just now that we know they know, like, yeah, it's, so it's like I, dad. And it's like, Oh, they know. That's I how I took it. Think it's under her breath and I don't think so. Facing away from I think cause you know, when they do like whisper things, they make it really they make the font smaller or they like lighten it in gray or that's the only reason I'm going to, I'm actually going to pull up it, pull it up right now. I want to uh, see exactly. Let me see if I can pull yeah. this up. Um, let's see if I can find the scene because it happens. Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look at it exactly and see how small, because I took it as 100%. She's like, I'll do what I want, Dad. And see, I'm sure. And I, I was talking to like one of my other friends about it. He's like, no, I think it was like under her breath. I'm like, I, I don't know. Now, I again, I've always been under the assumption that Gordon knows who every single Bat Family character is. Because like he's a like, detective. They, they do a thing in deceased where like he's surprised at like mm-hmm. who everybody is, but I'm like, no, in my opinion, he does. No. He's also yeah. said too, um, during the backo run, he says, like, I'm a detective. Don't you think if I wanted to know I could know? Like I, I could know if I really wanted to. So at the time I don't think he did. I think they've always strung it along that they he doesn't know, but maybe deep down he really does. He just doesn't want to admit it. But that's why I took it. I'm reading it now. Like it says uh, what I do with him isn't your business, Dad. And I don't think it's under her breath. I think she is telling him. She drives away after that, and that's another thing. But talking about reveals, about people revealing themselves, another big reveal happens in in the in the good old paddy wagon with Joker and Batman in the back, and they're looking at each other, and Joker they're staring at each other, and Joker just looks at Batman and says, "See now, after all that drama." Don't you feel better, Bruce? And then Batman See, makes. This is also one of those things where, like, I think it's just a confirmation for us. Yeah. Because that's another one where I've always assumed he knows. Yeah. And then Batman uh, makes a little face about it, and he goes, and Joker just goes on and says, "Bruce Wayne, Barbara Gordon, Jason Todd, you know I know, but I don't care." And he's like, "I won't tell." He's like, "The world can never know your true name, because you must never stop." what you're doing like because it might stop like everything you do and batman's like what do you want and then and that's where he kind of reveals his master plan it's along the lines of the whole thing where it's like joker would never give up his identity because then joker wouldn't have his playboy right and and after that paddy wagon scene where they drive him away that's that's when we see that uh bruce is with joe chill on his dying bed but then oh my god talk about reveals talk about uh, yeah look what look what else you, you didn't know what do we see after the uh, the uh, hospital scene? We see somewhere in Alaska. We see a nice, cool SUV driven by Bruce Wayne. 
driving up somewhere and this is uh what's they, they do this often in comics we th i think of it whenever i read scenes like this i think of it like a movie where we're seeing him driving in the background it's like uh bruce is talking to alfred and alfred says um what does he tell him he says it's well, actually, there's a moment earlier in the comic where like bruce is gonna tell both jason and barbara something and then he doesn't and yeah like, yeah oh yeah like something about the joker yes and then he doesn't and then they ask him like you were going to say something what was it and he says nothing and then like walks yeah. away and then at the end of the comic basically we, we find out what that something was to, yeah to... yeah so when they were like planning out how they're gonna find the joker they were asking bruce if he really knows who the joker is and he says uh he basically says if i knew um you would know too um but then again we get to that final scene and uh, uh, Alfred says, uh, Alfred says, um, like one man causes all of this, uh, causes all this problem stuff. Like it, it's, it sucks that we're like, basically like we don't know this one this un unknown man is doing all this much damage. And Bruce basically tells him like, <laughs> not, not like I got, like I'm Batman. He's like, I've known the Joker's name one week after I met him. So Bruce has known who the Joker is right from the he's batman he's the world's greatest detective of course he knows it's one of those things where like it makes sense but mm -hmm. it's also like this is one of the things that like a lot of people have problems with. right because of because it's one of those things where it's like this is one of those ones where i could see them leaving out of continuity when they pull stuff from this book into mm -hmm. continuity because technically everything's out of continuity right and stuff will eventually be pulled in because i mean killing joke was out of continuity until it was you know um this is one of those things where I can see them pulling everything but this in mm -hmm. because this invalidates a lot of stories. Where right. like, and I get basically the the reasoning Bruce says for why he's never revealed is because then people would Joker would know his family's still alive, mm -hmm. and, which is kind of a flimsy argument. But um, but that was that was another big giant reveal. How does he know? <clears throat> Not only does he know, but if you haven't read The Killing Joke, uh, Joker loses his wife and uh, his pregnant wife with their unborn child. She dies, and we find out in this book, and that's kind of what drove him. That one bad day, everyone, all it takes is someone to have one bad day to become a normal person to become the Joker. But in reality, we find out that, that his wife was kind of a little bit scared of, uh, scared of him um, and didn't really know how he would react, especially with a child. So she, with the help of the police at the time, fabricate this story that she's died. But in reality, she's kind of taken away and hidden in Alaska. And Bruce knows who she is, knows where she lives. And not only is she still alive, but the child is alive. And he looks like he's probably like, what, 13, 14 years old or something. But he's yeah. that he, she Joker's family is still alive. <laughs> and and but but the main the main uh, point, the main driving point behind behind all of this is um, Bruce telling Alfred. Uh, but the Joker's name isn't what's important, knowing who he really is. It's not what's an important. It never has been. It's never been important who the Joker is. And that's kind of where the book ends. Uh, with that revelation that Joker's family is still alive, Batman knows who it is. Joker knows who Batman is. Knows who they all are. Uh, but we still don't have a name for the Joker. We don't know who the Joker is. We know his origin, but we don't know saying, who he is. There was a briefcase in that scene, and it had initials on it. Um, There's a briefcase in which scene? In that scene, whenever the uh, whoever's escorting his wife. Um, oh. In New house or out of the old house. There's a briefcase with initials on it. J um, J W. Yeah. So that's interesting. Um, 
I don't have any speculation on what the name could be. Yeah. Um, but it's also like again, this is one of those things where it's like, this is the part that people don't like because it invalidates stories like Zero Year or I mean, not to, like a lot of people want Zero Year to go away anyways, but um, because a lot of people like Year One better than Zero Year, I don't think Zero Year is necessarily a bad story. It's just Year One's a better story. Mm-hmm. Um, as far as an origin. Um, but then, like, it invalidates other things, like, when anything where there's ever been high stakes, where, like, knowing who the Joker is and, like, capturing him, like, death on the family, death of the family, both of them, mm-hmm. like, if he knew the Joker, things could have ended so much quicker. Now, I mean, it's, like, stories like that. But, like, I mean, knowing his name would, like, knowing who he really is, I don't think that would have stopped anything really especially with the yeah, joker I, I, because i mean uh, they know who the penguin back is and forth on it because yeah. it's like again like knowing who the joker like the joker isn't his old self anymore anyway yeah. so it's not like going yeah i guess i guess that, that's a good point like knowing the joker's name doesn't change doesn't anything. change anything yeah because again not that person anymore and yeah. the other person that would be affected which is the thing at the end of the book the other person that would be affected by that name coming out is his wife yeah that is the only that and that's what bruce says that's why they can never let the name get out because the press will go after her joker will go after her um and that's and again just that, that final line like uh it, it, it's but the joker's name isn't what's important it has it never has been um because again all these villains run around we know who pamela, pamela isley is and like joker didn't know if joker didn't like, know what what his own name was like I wouldn't be surprised because like of the whole acid bath. Hmm. Yeah, I, I could see I could see him I not see him, like, not even knowing his name. Or may, or again, he could know who his his old life is and just not care. He is the Joker. His he is his 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 obsession is Batman. His obsession is being Bruce Wayne's greatest pain. Like and they he wants to die with Bruce Wayne. I think where my line of thinking for that is coming from is more of a hopeful thing where I don't want Joker to know his own name. Yeah. Because now what this does, and this story is going to come eventually, um, is Joker's going to look up his own name and then find out his wife's still alive. I don't know. And, I do not think. I mean, again, if if like, she's alive, she's there's a risk for her being caught. But I don't see. I think who knows? He's. I mean, the police. But how corrupt are the police? But again, I don't yeah. know. I don't. I don't think. I don't. Joker has his has his resources. I'm just looking at the last page now. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I just think. Just, I'm afraid of stories like that coming. Because I mean, because you know she's not using her name anymore. Story. Yeah, she's yeah, not. Like, she's not using her old name anymore. You know that. Like it's basically witness protection, and she's tucked away. She's hidden. She's somewhere in Alaska. To I mean, of course they say Alaska, very remote. Um, she's she's. I think she's she's probably funded by Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne is probably giving them money to keep her safe. Like I I I, I just. I don't think, you know, like, again, I don't even think if Joker knows who yeah. he is, he's going to, I don't think, I don't think his name is going to give access to his old family, but, but that so was overall, with the book. There's some really cool moments in there. Mm-hmm. Basically like the reveals are really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, overall, like is the story, the issues together. Is it like this game changing, life breaking? It's cool. I think this is game changing for the Joker, and I think this is game changing for yeah. the dynamics. Because yeah. last time I heard this is out of continuity, so it's like, so it's just a cool story as of right now. now I, I'm taking like, that. I'm taking it as in continuity. It's, it's going to come in continuity because, like, again, Killing Joke was out of continuity yeah. until yeah, until it was yeah, yeah. 
Um, but overall, like, there's some really cool things in the book. There's a cool moment between Batman and Joe Chill, where basically he, he forgives Joe Chill. Mm-hmm. Um, That's huge. It's drawn amazing. Yes. Um, it's one of those things, like, if you guys haven't read it, I highly suggest reading it. It's three um, books. It's three books. It's yeah, a, it's not it's, a huge investment. It's not, it's not a... They're not that expensive, too. They're a little mm-hmm. more expensive because they're oversized. Yeah. But, like, it's not crazy expensive. But, um... On the subject of comics, there's one thing I wanted to get to real quick. Wait, can I talk about think. one before we jump? Yeah. There's talking about cool scenes that happened in this book. One scene that stood out to me that I really, really liked seeing was when the comedian shows up uh, to Barbara again, and he has that camera out, and he hold, he's holding the camera. And this isn't, you know, caught off guard uh, uh, Barbara in her apartment. You know, this is Barbara in Batgirl suit. And you always wonder, like, man, if she wasn't caught off guard when she got shot. But what does she do? She, well, she won the Joker shoots uh, Jason Todd. And then what does Barbara do? She jumps in, grabs that camera, and slams it right into his face. And I just thought that was such a cool scene to see her, like, what, again, what would she have done? Like, this this is, Nelly, this ain't Barbara Gordon in her apartment relaxing. This is this is Batgirl, right? You're looking at Batgirl and she just takes that camera, smashes it right into her fa- his face. And I enjoyed seeing that, that scene, um, a little, you know, nod to like, just her, her getting that revenge too, her getting that, uh, you know, that little payback there. So, um, on the subject of comics, real mm-hmm. quick, did you ever, uh, how much rebirth did you read? I got about, about 30, issues into all, almost all the stories to all, all the stories i was reading i was about issue three into all of them mm-hmm. actually real quick i do want to touch on the subject for i got a really bad one too today okay so, <laughs> i'm gonna do that real quick and then i'll be back in like a minute but we can touch on the subject real quick I'll just have to that um i can talk a little bit i can talk a little bit while costly is uh <laughs> In, in disposed. We're not going to go too much longer if you're hanging out listening to us right now. We're just going to uh, kind of wrap up here in a little bit. But yeah, some, some, some standout moments for the book for me was, again, we finding out all these reveals that Barbara has told the commissioner that she's his daughter. I mean, but the, again, to me, the way she says it to me it makes it seem like they already have already confessed that to each other, that that is already out there. Um, Joker knows who Bruce Wayne is, knows who the whole Bat family is. And we have uh, B- Batman, Bruce knows uh, a secret that he's also, another another time where he's keeping secrets from his own team, um, hiding information from his own team, which is something that Death of the Family was touched on a lot. Is Again, Bruce is keeping secrets from his family, from his family about, you know, what who the Joker is, who, who her fam- his family's still alive. So again, another we're, we're faced with another moment where Bruce is, hiding slash lying uh, to his family as well. So those are all some points that I've gotten from this book. But what are you talk- talking about? We're, I was saying we're going to wrap okay. up here soon, but what are you talking about comic-wise? Um, so did you read Tommy King's Batman run at all? I read all the way up to issue like 60 on that. So okay. after so after with- the wedding, and I'm about, okay. again, 10 or 14 you're, issues you're after that. Dick Grayson getting shot. Right? Yes. So yeah, in in Tom King's run, um, Dick Grayson gets shot by KG KG Beast, <clears throat> um, and that leads to uh, Rick Grayson. Com- <clears throat> I'm got to my throat. That leads to excuse me. That leads to Rick, Rick Grayson. Gray- Rick Grayson yeah. coming out, and because he doesn't remember okay. who he was. So yeah. are you familiar with what happened to Alfred? Uh, I not 100 percent familiar with what happens to Alfred. I okay. know something happens. So, okay. So in case. 
case you don't know, and it's like one of those things. It's like I don't want to spoil things, but it's also like this issue is like a year and a half. Yeah, I, I think so, I know. I've heard what happens, but go ahead. So yeah, Alfred dies. Yes. In Tom King's run. Mm-hmm. Um, so interesting thing came out this week. Um, I don't know if you're familiar. Well, earlier I mentioned Comic Story, and you said you knew who it was. Uh, Comic Story has a podcast with uh, with Sal from Comic Pop, and uh, they interviewed Tom King this last week. Oof. Um, and I just wanted to touch on these real quick because I thought they were really interesting. Mm-hmm. So during the interview, I had to suggest watching it, but during the interview, um, basically, uh, they're going through Tom King's run. And Tom King explains that, like, his whole run was supposed to be like a roller coaster of emotions for Batman. Right. He was supposed to come up to a high at issue 50 and then get dropped down as low mm-hmm. as he possibly could and then come back up. Mm-hmm. And then as soon as he got to where he thought he was going to be happy again, that's where uh, Tom King was like, and that's where I'm going to shoot Dick Grayson in the head. Okay. And then, like, to prove that, like, Batman can go to his lowest, be broken down to nothing, and then rise from it. Okay. Which I'm like, I'm here for that book. Mm-hmm. I like that book. Um, so interesting thing enough, um, on the two subjects, they asked him, okay, so was it you or DC's idea to kill Alfred? Um, and he goes through and he says, basically – uh alfred if you read the comic and you go look at it he says if you pay attention there's gas in the corners it was supposed to be a scarecrow uh fake out oh so bane kills alfred in front of damien mm-hmm. um and it's supposed to be damien having a scarecrow hallucination mm. well once uh he tom says once dan didio read the book on the shelves not as an editor when he read it on the shelves he went we're doing this Oh. And so that's where they kept Alfred dead. So it was an editorial decision. That one's not as big as the next one. So they asked him about Dick Grayson. Uh-huh. And they said, was Rick Grayson your idea? And he said, no. What my idea was was to shoot Dick Grayson in the head. Mm-hmm. And he said, and in the very next issue, I was going to bring him back to life. But DC was like, no, I want to do that. And so Tom came up with a story for them. And he said, here. Let's do this then. And it okay. was going to be like a six or 12 issue miniseries where Tim Drake took on the mantle of Nightwing as he helped Dick recover. Okay. Which is that until, fun. <laughs> until Dick could be Nightwing again. Right. Um, and DC said no to that and then did Rick Grayson. So, oh, there um, it is. <laughs> so I just wanted to bring those up because I thought it was okay. really cool. <laughs> um, and uh, like, it was an interesting thing to get to see in the background. Um, but uh, but yeah. So, um, beyond that, uh, that was three Jokers. That yeah. was just uh, I I want that ten series now. Um, yeah. Uh, but we're never gonna get it. Um, and uh, so that's pretty much the episode, I think. Um, anything else you want to bring up before? Um, I no, that's it for me too. I, I, I just uh, after reading the Joker, uh, three Jokers. There's one. There's actually one scene I do want to talk about really quick, and this isn't anything crazy. This is me being really talking about you know Tom King saying gas cans in a corner, really looking at something. Um, uh, Barb, uh, uh, Jason wrote Barbara a note, uh, basically, oh, yeah. basically explaining that uh, he would quit being Red Hood. That he really does think something is there that they can work together uh, if she will have him. Um, that she he would give up the red hood be be 
be uh, someone else or just be Jason. Um, and that's up to her. And if she doesn't want it, that's fine. And she won't bring it up again. Uh, just throw the note away. If not, then, you know, come talk to me. Um, and the note is basically thrown away. But I'm just looking at this right now. The guy sweeping up the note down the hallway. He's wearing a purple jumpsuit. He has a hat on. Again, this is nothing. This is me speculating. But he's wearing a purple jumpsuit, hat on, letters in yellow on his back, and it says Fun Time Cleaners. Now, I don't know how silly that is, but it's just they drew this. They drew this. They drew uh -huh. a scene of a guy sweeping up, a guy sweeping up the note. He, again, he's wearing purple. It's in yellow letters on his back. He has a hat on, head down, brown hair. You don't see a skin color. Very, very, his skin color is all hidden. And yeah, the back of mm -hmm. his uh, uh, shirt says fun time cleaners. So just, I don't know. Could be nothing, could be something. Who knows? Who knows with these writers and artists and why they do things. But I do know they don't usually just do things for no reason, is what I will say. Are you looking at it now? Um, yeah, he has brown hair. That's one thing you can Yeah, that's, that's all brown hair. That's all you can tell. And, uh, but yeah, purple. Fun time cleaners. I don't know. I'll let, I'll let everyone else decide on that. If we want to go back and look at that could book. Be something. Could be something. Could be something. Could be nothing. But who knows? But I um, think that's going to wrap it up. Like, I mean, if that is the Joker, Ooh. Um, uh, <laughs> thank you, Mr. Joker. Because I don't want that story. Maybe so he doesn't you. either. Maybe he doesn't want. Maybe he read that note. You yeah. know? I mean, uh, the note just falls off the door. So I don't know if Barbara ever even got it. But yeah uh, but that I, I i think that'll wrap it up for the jokers and i think that should be good enough for today okay Another, yeah, yeah um, we, can do, we got some more so again in two weeks again uh these will go up the following monday after um after the sunday that it's recorded mm -hmm. uh which is every two weeks and then for all of you dcl guys you i think most everybody that listens to this is going to be dcl um basically just you can go off of raids so if there was a raid this week then um come back in two weeks and we're gonna be recording again <laughs> so yeah. uh but it'd always be the following monday and then it'll also be up on uh audio format same day um audio format normally actually will probably be up before youtube youtube takes a little bit longer to upload because it's a video mm -hmm. so um but i will get to editing that either tonight or first thing in the morning and then get those up tomorrow um so um yeah so you know you can we're going to be on iTunes, Spotify, uh, Podbean, and uh, and YouTube, as well as oh, um, and uh, and Google. I got to check on Amazon. I'm sure we got approved by now. I okay. Checked. So sounds um, good to me. So yeah, uh, next episode we'll probably be talking about Indigo One mm -hmm. and Black Hand. A little bit. We, we probably still won't know much about Black Hand at that point. But right. We'll talk about Indigo One. Um, and, and Siege talks. How's Siege going? And yeah and all that fun um, stuff and maybe some more new comic news if something big comes out yeah all sure. right guys well thank you so much for hanging out with us and 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 watching live and also thank you for uh listening to this podcast on whatever format you did appreciate that and again uh but uh follow us on uh, youtube so we can uh, start building that up and then uh, just keep, keep listening keep tuning in we really really do appreciate it without yeah. it then i'm joshua and we got mostly costly with us and yeah. that'll do it. All right, guys. Have a good one. Take it easy. Yeah. Bye.